0: What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. you dead meat! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. Find the final little passers of tickets. It's dead meat.
1: Welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast, an extension of the YouTube channel Dead Meat. I'm James.
0: I'm Chelsea, and we're boyfriend and girlfriend, and we like to get scared together.
1: That's right, we do. And today, we're looking at the brand new... Hit horror film sweeping the nation. It's hereditary.
0: So we did get scared together. (laughs) (laughs) We did, yeah.
1: This is a scary movie, dude.
0: It is. So this episode's going to be a little different. It's a bonus episode because we really wanted to review this movie. Editing the episodes takes a really long time. I work on those all week. So we're going to release this unedited, kind of like the Strangers review that we did. So it'll be, you know, a little less uh, smooth. Like, you know, a little more disjointed, lots of ums and uhs, <laughs> lots of us shuffling through our notes because we just saw this a couple hours ago, not even.
1: That's right. And then we're going to be off next Tuesday. Yes. Do we have the date for that? Oh, uh, no. Uh, yeah. So it's a, it's a week from, uh, it'll be the 19th, Tuesday, the 19th. We are off our apologies for yes. that. So
0: this coming up Tuesday, like this is coming out Monday. tomorrow we will have something yes and then next tuesday there will not be anything because we're going to be on vacation
1: our apologies we are going to las vegas for the weekend yeah
0: but we hope this tides you over
1: yeah that's why we're doing this so you get two yep uh in the same time that you would have two
0: yeah yeah so apologies if it's a little you know (laughs) (laughs) because we're still we're we're trying to sort through this movie still i like philip here because he makes me feel better and we made tea for this Mm -hmm. This is the first time we've ever made tea for a dead meat yeah so i think you know we were feeling kind of away (laughs) so you had to go you were like please put on some tea (laughs) so i did put on the kettle yep
1: so what we're gonna do is the same thing we did with the uh strangest at night review we're gonna give a brief spoiler-free review for anyone who wants to see this movie and hasn't yet but maybe wants to hear our thoughts on it before they go see it and then we'll do the usual in-depth uh step-by-step review slash recap slash i'm worried about
0: how long this is gonna be
1: it might be long it
0: might be long because we do i mean we're gonna spoil the whole movie we i have a basic outline of the movie right here yeah
1: and uh it's over two hours mm-hmm. it's about two, two hours ten. and seven minutes I Oh, think. okay yeah yeah long it it's felt long, long. <laughs> it feels long but not in a bad way i would say it's a fucking journey man yeah
0: it is incredible i don't think the hype for it ruined it for me at all no it's um you know it's an a24 movie that's another reason why i black philip because i feel like he's kind of their mascot a little bit <laughs> a24 is doing some kick-ass stuff i'm a big fan yeah um i would say if you like the witch like i do it's one of my favorite movies period you'll really like this movie it's um it's a lot
1: it's if you're sensitive maybe don't see if, it
0: if you're leaning towards eh, this might be too much for me i would say don't
1: it's scary dude
0: it is it's scary and it's disturbing it's you know yeah. it's, it's not scary in a jump and go boo kind of way it's scary in a like this movie wants to make you hurt and <laughs> make you feel bad
1: and it does it really
0: does it like we both feel weird. <laughs> I felt weird. We were kind of quiet the whole way home.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's great, though. It is.
0: It's it's amazing. And I love I love so much when a horror, and this is why horror is the coolest and why, even though sometimes I hate being, you know, startled and I had my ears plugged this whole movie and was you watching did, it through yeah. my fingers. But the reason I'm able to sit through a horror movie, um, even though it might be... A little i might be a little bit miserable the whole time it's because horror does such amazing things when it's exploring you know deeper ideas and yeah. we've been getting a lot of that lately There's and this is no different this is a big a really good follow-up to that trend
1: yeah so without spoiling anything like we said it's a scary movie it's a slow burn type it's movie slow. you've probably heard it compared to the exorcist rosemary's baby uh i think the comparisons are apt you can definitely do that uh, Definitely a slow burn, but be, love, like we said I earlier. Love a if,
0: good slow burn, though. Yeah, <laughs>
1: in a great way because a lot of movies, I think, have a slow burn and then the payoff isn't there. Like, you don't get, like, terrified at the end. You're just like, oh, the, the setup was really good, but the end left me wanting. That's not the case here. The end here, like, the last, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes was oh just God. like, okay, all right, okay, please, I'm, I'm yeah, scared, please stop. I'm scared.
0: <laughs> I just kept thinking of that <laughs> Simpsons clip. I forget who says it, but it's like, stop, stop. He's already dead. With <laughs> <laughs> it
1: sounds like a Ralph line. I think yeah, so. That's yeah. what I
0: felt like. It was just a lot. It was it great, coming.
1: great performances. Tony Collette oh in the goodness. lead role, fucking tearing it up. Alex, Alex Wolf, Wolf as her son doing great uh what he was in the
0: former naked brothers band member
1: i have heard of that i think it's a dumb name for a thing i think thing we were have. a little too old for it for but sure I'm familiar but it. he if that prepared him for this then more power to it he was amazing he was amazing millie shapiro uh newcomer was the daughter charlie, charlie. Oh, great. Yeah. Real great. And
0: the dad's good. Everyone's good. Yeah.
1: Oh, and Ann Dowd from The Leftovers and Handmaiden's Tale.
0: yes. I got so excited.
1: Yeah. When she popped in and leaned into that car window, I was like, oh, great. I love her. Yeah. And then.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's great. Everyone's great.
1: Everyone's great. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Brief plot, I guess. Without spoiling.
0: Without anything, spoiling.
1: Tony Collette is a woman named Annie, and her mom just died.
0: Yes, we the very the very first shots. It's not even a spoiler. It's an obituary for this grandma, this matriarch of this family who just died.
1: Yeah, she and- leaves
0: behind her daughter Tony Collette and her daughter's husband. And two children, two grandchildren.
1: Yeah, it's, it's Tony Collette's family.
0: And that's just, that's the catalyst for everything that happens. That's
1: what we watch. And it's, you know. That's it's, all
0: I can re- even say, really. That's all I
1: really want to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's dealing with grief. And it's, uh, so the daughter, played by Millie Shapiro, uh, Charlie is the character name. Is she, um, she says like, who's going to take care of me after you die? What, uh, does she have an affliction of some sort?
0: I have thoughts about that line that are verging into spoiler territory.
1: Okay. That I don't. But her her behavior does suggest some kind of uh, behavioral like somewhere on the spectrum. Perhaps, yeah, because it seems as though she has issues with like school and definitely social issues, and she uh, feels more comfortable making weird little toys out of like refuge refuse. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah. (laughs) uh yeah so there's that component mm-hmm. of it all
0: uh, yeah a lot of family shit if you're i would say avoid this one if you're if you're looking for a movie to escape from uh thinking about tough shit like family stuff yeah or you know is it like this not the movie this is not an escapist horror no it's
1: not this is yeah yeah a lot of the movies that we cover are fun horror this is this isn't fun horror this is uh this is horrific <laughs>
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: i don't know what else to say i for the spoiler don't free it's great
0: i would also compare it to the babadook a little bit
1: sure in the themes Hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely definitely uh you know like fraught
0: I, relationships with your kids and stuff
1: i know that some of the movies that we've just mentioned and compare it to our little divisive babadook the witch i know that some people don't like those movies and so I I'm worried about scaring people off from seeing this but then again if you don't like those movies
0: you're not gonna like you might this. not like this yeah. yeah I think I think if you think the witch and the babadook are boring or overhyped then you're not gonna like this also those movies rule so <laughs> get out of here
1: I mean maybe this this has a little bit more uh mass appeal than those I would say
0: this is scarier than those It's scarier for sure it's much much scarier than those yeah two movies it's
1: also I think a little bit more accessible the witch has the whole dialogue thing going on. Yeah, the witch. Babadook has that kid screaming this fucking thing. The witch brains was out. made for
0: <laughs> me and all the other film school graduates around the globe yeah. to enjoy.
1: So maybe <laughs> maybe if you thought that like those movies were overhyped, but you could see a little bit of good of them, then check out Hereditary. Yeah, it might I be agree. the one for you. I agree. And like we said, it's fucking scary. I don't want to overhype it, but I don't think I can. Oh,
0: there are a few things that got us pretty good. Yeah, the, the theater, was The theater was, yeah. yeah. We had a good audience. I was reading a Reddit thread about the movie, and a lot of people were complaining about their audiences, um, which we had one you asshole. always, we did have one guy, but um, I feel like you get that with horror a lot, but I think we've been lucky seeing, I think, I also think maybe seeing movies in LA is different. Hmm. I think in L.A. there's maybe more of a, because it makes sense, it's Hollywood, there's more of a movie culture yeah, yeah, where yeah. people just, there's this inherent, you know, we all know how to behave ourselves in a theater. <laughs> um Yeah.
1: Yeah. What, uh, anything else to say about this movie?
0: Seeing it in a theater was great.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe
0: go see it, like, matinee or super late so you don't have a crazy audience, you know, like okay. a weekday or weeknight. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, and yeah, it'll uh, it'll get you if you if you don't want to be scared or think about heavy shit, maybe don't see it. it th- saying all that makes me kind of think of Mother.
0: Oh my god, Mother was, mother, yeah. I thought of Mother a couple times. Did you? Yeah, not and, you know. And, I mean,
1: Mother's more disturbing and more um, uh, surreal. Yes. Yeah,
0: Mother. I definitely out of the two movies, I feel like Mother is telling me to go fuck myself more. <laughs> Than hereditary, you yeah. know, Mother's Darren Aronofsky just doing whatever the fuck he wants.
1: Yeah, Mother's more allegorical for sure. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just comparing it to stuff yeah. we've seen. I guess let's get into it. Yeah,
0: let's go. Because it's hard so, to talk around yeah, it. So yeah. spoilers, 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 spoiler, spoilers.
1: If you don't want to be spoiled at all, stop And I now. highly
0: recommend you don't be spoiled. Go yeah. into this knowing nothing yeah, except that. for the stuff we just told you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's worth it. not knowing anything i
1: definitely recommend it
0: yep it's a good movie so here be spoilers seriously we're about to ruin the entire movie i have the movie all written down right here (laughs)
1: it's oh oh, no (laughs) (laughs) no they should be gone by now uh so it starts with that little there's an
0: obituary oh
1: yeah there's an obituary about the dead grandma
0: also in right off the bat such a good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I wrote down soundtrack exclamation points. <laughs> the soundtrack bookended the beginning and the end of this movie in yeah. just such a oh, such a good way.
1: Uh we zoom in on a little dollhouse.
0: There's a room of oh god. Like we see this room of dollhouses, and the beginning of the movie is this super slow zoom into one room in this dollhouse, and I just wrote down what is this David Lynch shit oh, immediately, I was right West, off the bat? I was
1: thinking Wes Anderson. Oh, And there's also a moment later on that's very Wes Anderson that I'll point out. Could
0: also be the first Paddington film has oh, this yeah, exact right. same setup. <laughs> no, I thought of David Lynch because it reminded me of Inland Empire and mm. the bunny rabbit family mm-hmm. and... I don't know, just zooming into weird tiny things as like Mulholland Drive, we zoom into the box and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and like the tiny tourists under the door. Like it just immediately felt like someone's been doing their David Lynch homework and I felt uncomfortable immediately. Like, yeah, because <laughs> it, like, it zooms fuck, into this, this room. This is what this is going to be.
1: It zooms into this room, and then that's the, the the scene begins with people. So it's like, oh, the people were in the dollhouse. The, yeah, not, they're not. But, but there's
0: there's kind of this framing device the whole time in these dollhouses, and it is really creepy.
1: Because that's Tony Colette's job is to make little miniature
0: yes. models,
1: which she probably does very well on Etsy. Uh, although it seems like her clients she, are more high end. I was going like to say she's
0: she's getting ready to open a gallery, and it sounds like she. I'm trying to think of who to compare her to. I think of like an Ann Getty's type who she makes those books of photographs with babies oh, in yeah, flower. Yeah. And I met her. She's fucking awesome, by <laughs> the way. I met her because I was working in an event she was at, and she was super cool. Both her and her husband like hung out with me during oh, the that's event. Cool. They're really nice. But yeah, she has like made a name out of taking pictures of babies in flower pots. And that's what I thought of was. Oh, right. she yeah. Tony Collette is like this woman who makes a living off of photography of these dollhouses like this really specific yeah thing niche her, thing
1: her husband played by gabriel byrne uh his name is steve was he a doctor i saw he was writing an email it might have been to a doctor
0: i think it was to I'm a doctor. i'm not sure what steve does steve's I kind of a cypher
1: he's uh he's not very developed as a character, he's he's like a strong silent type. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, you had some good theories as to why that might have might be the case mm-hmm. uh, concerning, you know, related to the name Hereditary. Mm-hmm. Since the themes of this movie... I
0: think it's important that the character in, like, the main family that we see the least of and does the least and that we know the least about is the one not related to the wife by blood.
1: Or to the... Uh, yeah, or to the grandma by boy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh so yep, they he gets the family up. He gets the son, teenage son Peter up. Mm-hmm. Peter is probably a high school senior. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, cuz SAT prep mm-hmm. She's so so, he's like 17 yeah he's about 17 uh and the daughter charlie who they have to wake up she's sleeping out in that awesome fucking tree house it's yeah. like a tree cottage
0: it's really cool it's a real know?
1: it's like a tree cabin it's a very nice uh, i mean their whole house oh my god their house is giant, gorgeous like wooden mansion mm-hmm. uh yeah it's like rustic mansion it, <laughs> it's so big
0: another thing <laughs> in this movie that reminded me of mother is so the whole theme with dollhouses there were so many shots of this house that were framed like we were looking into a dollhouse these very flat yeah. um everything is kind of head-on like head it looks on. like you would be lo- you look into a dollhouse and that's what you would see and i wonder how much of the house was a set that was built for this because there's a lot of angles that seem.
1: Yeah, you can't get those shots. You can't in a real get those house. shots in a real house. Kind of like walk. mother,
0: they had to build a pretty much like fake house to get mm-hmm. shots of. Yeah. Because the architecture of it was so weird. But
1: those head-on shots reminded me of Wes Anderson a lot.
0: Yes, the yeah. head-on shot dolly. Yeah, da- head-on left. shot dolly. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yes.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I love that look.
0: Yeah, I do too.
1: So they go to the funeral. <laughs> where yes, of the a, yes, of the grandma. Yes, of the grandma Ellen ellen and there's a very creepy photo of her uh this again, picture again head some on. david
0: lynch shit, Anderson Anderson Anderson. shit. okay yeah, yeah. we yeah
1: <laughs> but yeah she's like all poised in a chair it'll come back later in the end yes uh but tony collette gives annie gives uh her eulogy at the funeral and talks about all the strange new faces yeah, there so
0: it's you know i see so many strange faces and You know, so many unfamiliar people. I guess that's good, or something. Yeah,
1: I didn't know my grandma, or I didn't know my mother knew all these people. That's Mm -hmm. weird. And while daughter Charlie is in line looking at the body, she looks over and there's like a guy in the corner just smiling smiling at at her. Yeah, very creepy. Yeah, very creepy. That also comes back later. Yeah,
0: and Charlie's (laughs) sitting there during the eulogy, drawing in her little notebook, and. Mm Making a little click sounds. Yeah,
1: that's what Charlie does. Cause, uh, and again, that might be, you know, I, don't, I can't diagnose anything. But I read it, it to be.
0: initially as a tick, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh um, yeah, she
1: does. And that'll, that'll be a recurring theme. And if you're unlucky enough, uh, something that asshole audience members will do.
0: We had one dude in our theater. Just,
1: he, he fell asleep at some point because he, was, he snoring. was snoring. Then his phone goes off. And then I guess when he woke up, He was decided to be invested enough into the movie to go a bunch of times. Thanks, guy. Mm -hmm. You're a fucking treat to have at the movie.
0: (laughs) My favorite, though, was the there was a girl next to me who also was watching the whole movie with her her ears plugged. And so I felt like I could watch the movie with my ears plugged. And I felt um, a lot of solidarity with that girl next to me. Nice. And I hope she knows somehow that I appreciate (laughs) (laughs) it.
1: Charlie is eating a chocolate bar at the funeral home. Oh yeah,
0: just eating a plain Hershey's bar. It's fucking gross. It
1: sounds like there's some crunch in it, but it's not nuts. Importantly, yes, because Tony Collette asks uh, her husband Steve, "Are there nuts in there? We don't have the EpiPen, so it sounds like Charlie has a nut allergy." Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, wonder if that's gonna come back. Later. Yeah,
0: I wrote <laughs> wrote that one down real quick.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it's. It's them dealing with this death for a while, you know?
0: Yeah, because it seems like Charlie misses grandma the most. Mom is kind of weird about it because their relationship was really fraught.
1: She even says, should I be sadder?
0: Yeah. yeah. They were kind of estranged. Um, she's,
1: she deals with it partly by with her little miniature furniture because, like, she's making a hospice scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and Charlie meanwhile is dealing with it by by drawing her grandma in her little in mm-hmm. her little sketchbook. Mm-hmm. Dad
0: uh, and son are like, whatever.
1: Yeah, they literally <laughs> say like, yeah, how you doing? Yeah. Eh. <laughs> and he's like, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I was a little younger when my grandparents died, but I wasn't super close to them, so like, I kind of had that same like, I sh- I, sh- I should be sadder. Yeah. You know, but like it wasn't hitting me emotionally.
0: Yeah. Both my grandmas died when they were really old, like in their 90s. So mm-hmm. it was kind of their funerals were all just kind of like, yeah, they're old. Time. Yeah. Like yeah. it was kind of nice and, yeah, you yeah. know, felt more like a family gathering than anything. But yeah. Uh,
1: so they have a talk, uh, Annie and Charlie, that's Tony Collette and her daughter, have a talk about how and this is the scene where Charlie says, who's going to take care of me after you die? And you said you have some.
0: Yeah, um, I think and I before we recorded this, I was reading a bit about the movie so that I wasn't just totally scatterbrained going into this. And I saw someone point out that her asking who's going to take care of me when you die is it to it kind of sounds like it's this demon asking who's going to take care of me when you die because grandma was taking care of her grandma was the one nurturing oh. this vessel hmm. you know interesting so i think that's part of it too
1: it, do you do you think the demon is within charlie at this point mm-hmm. oh really oh oh i didn't know that yeah
0: we can talk more about that later because yeah. that's something where i think there will be a healthy debate about it mm-hmm because I don't, you know, again, seeing this once, there's a lot to this movie. Um, I would love to see it again, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know, so there's stuff I'm sure we're going to miss or details that we're going to, because my notes are all over the place in this plot. Yeah, but, a little...
1: but by the way, you did hear that right. Demon. We're going to be getting yes. into demonic shit. We recently. told you we
0: were spoiling it. Yep, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, so this... we, so Charlie, you know, really misses grandma. And we learned that, you know, Charlie was basically, she hung out with grandma all the time and she was grandma's favorite.
1: But grandma wanted her to be a boy.
0: Yep. She says, grandma wanted me to be a boy. Yeah. So put that in your pocket. That's <laughs> important. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. So Annie is going through her dead mom's stuff finds a bunch of books about spiritualism mm-hmm. and a note about how our sacrifice will pale next to the reward. That doesn't seem to make a lot of sense right there. And she see, she finds, like, a photo album, and this is all stuff that she's going to come back to later. Yeah, it's just kind of setting it up. But, yeah, I think
0: the most important thing is the note from Grandma to Tony Collette saying, yeah, what is it? Like, the reward will be worth the the sacrifice, something yeah. to that. So you're like, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: yeah, and then when she's leaving that room, we get our first big scare of the movie. Oh,
0: is that where Grandma shows up? That's where
1: Grandma's in the fucking corner, but it's a real dark corner. Yeah. And so you barely this see. This movie her. does
0: that a lot and where there's weird. things just, you take a second.
1: Yeah. The, to
0: notice them, and I hate it. It's, the
1: ceiling corner one near the end is the best. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Tony is looking into this dark corner and sees, sees Grandma just standing there. there smiling. And then she turns the light. Yeah, the smile too. Yeah. Oh. and then she turns the light on and nothing's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not like some bullshit where it's like shot of Tony Collette turning the light on, shot back to the corner and it's clear. No, it holds on the corner the whole time. You see Grandma, and then the light turns on and she's not there. Like it's very well done. It's really it's cool. It's very yeah. well done. And so that's creepy. Yep. That's starting to be creepy. Yep. (laughs) Oh, and then she sees the she turns around the diorama that has it's it's one of like uh the deceased grandma going to breastfeed Charlie. Yeah. She mentions that like yeah, uh, Ellen had wanted to feed Charlie herself instead of letting because what
0: happened is so um, Annie Tony Collette, has a boy first She, she has the older son and she won't let Grandma anywhere near this kid. And she finally relents when she has the second child, Charlie, and that's why Charlie's grandma's favorite and grandma apparently was breastfeeding Charlie also.
1: Yeah. That's so, not normal, right?
0: I don't think it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Or not usual. Anymore. Not, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're in school with uh, Charlie doing her little weird little, she makes these weird little figurines out of, like I said earlier, like garbage, like Altoid cans and like yeah. you know, wires and shit like I that. I was
0: wondering like how much of it, because there's a lot of bird imagery. Yeah. And that's something that birds do. Oh, you're right. Because they make stuff. Yeah. They take stuff. they take
1: shit and make shit.
0: Yeah. They make nests out of weird stuff and Especially, you know, ravens and crows, I think, are, mm-hmm. but will build little things. I don't know. Yeah. I just think of our friend Beth's birds and how they <laughs> just carry around little toys and stuff.
1: Yeah. We get scared when they start eating at garbage. And it's like, no, they won't eat it. Yeah. I guess. Lucy would eat it. What
0: does she call them? They're, uh, what's that called? Where they, like, just.
1: Oh, no. I didn't catch shit. that. Whatever. Beth. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of birds, we get, there's a big old jump scare. Yes. When a bird hits a window. Yep. In, in class. I noticed the, the bird flying
0: at the window. Though. You did? I, I didn't did, see yeah. it. Nice. So I was like, cool, I'm not going to get scared by this bird. <laughs>
1: not this one. It'll get you later. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, later, Charlie goes outside and finds this dead bird who hit the window and takes a pair of scissors and cuts this bird's freaking head off, man. Yeah. Yeah. When Ooh. Oh, man. There's
0: just so much shit I wish I kept better track of. I, around this time or before it, we see that like shimmery light.
1: That's not yet.
0: That's not yet? No. You wrote that down? Yeah,
1: don't worry. I wrote pretty much everything Okay.
0: Back. I it, thought the shimmery light happened. Except when for when bird.
1: shit got crazy and then I just wrote. Oh, wait,
0: my notes are scribbles the last 20 wrote, minutes. Oh,
1: my God. No, I'm talking about the first <laughs> oh, time shit gets crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, So, yeah, she she cuts this head off this bird and then she sees her Grammy across the street.
0: Was that her grandma, though? I don't think it was. It wasn't? I think it was a random lady. I think it was a cult member. A
1: cult member waving at her? Yeah. Yep. There's cults, too. Mm -hmm. A cult.
0: Yeah, I don't think it was the grandma. Oh, because it's basically what happens with Peter. Yeah, towards the end, it's that a rant being sense. like, "I'm releasing you," okay. and that's why what happens next happens.
1: I saw older woman in a white dress. I assume it was. I, yeah, an I was a little confused. Thank too. You, thank you. Maybe thank it was you.
0: the. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Uh, the I don't think it the was, Peter is also in school, staring at a girl's butt. While she's sitting down, not a very good view of that, Peter. Yeah, and then he gets a text from his buddy being like, "You want to smoke a bowl?" In, yeah, in school, <laughs> people would do this in school. I'd never understood it. How? Why would you get high in school, like on your lunch break, and then have to go to class? Fuck
0: what that! The you fuck, get called dude? on. That's a nightmare. Yeah, but then he turns it. around, his buddy's right there, and they're like, "Yeah." yeah. Honestly, also- this this movie, I. I think no one is going to talk about how funny it is in parts
1: that will in, in that scene in that scene the teacher's like he's given this lesson He's talking and,
0: about Heracles which is thematically important yeah
1: yeah and he's like now does that make it more or less ironic and there's a guy in class who's like less and the teacher's like why and the guy's like because <laughs> it's super funny
0: yeah there are the teacher's talking about heracles i noted specifically heracles and not hercules so people don't yell at me (laughs) but they're talking about heracles and his tasks and how fate kind of determines his actions and his story and whether or not that makes it more or less tragic and yeah
1: (laughs) but also the movie uh nails stoners it, it perfectly depicts them. Oh my when they're God. under the bleacher later, that conversation I was know. fucking pitch perfect. Yeah, because the, the dialogue
0: was so dumb. Yeah. But then that's what that is. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they were real good. The only thing that I was like, maybe not, is because is they were talking about Facebook. And I don't know if kids in high school still uh, talk, about, talk Facebook about Facebook and do Facebook that much. That's an old person thing. Old
0: people use Facebook. Yeah.
1: There's a triangle in the grandma's room.
0: Yeah. Which, um. Yeah, we see Tony Collette discovers that the door to grandma's room was open and there's a triangle on the the floor. floor. So was someone in there?
1: I don't know. But instead, she leaves and she tells her husband she's going to see a movie, but she goes to a grief recovery meeting that apparently she had gone to a couple of years prior. I don't know what for. Maybe her brother. Maybe her brother. I'm guessing. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But she, here we get a bunch of uh, exposition. But it makes sense. Oh my God,
0: I was writing. With a fury. I tried to catch everything and I couldn't.
1: Basically, her is mom. Ex-
0: giant exposition dump, which yeah. worked in this because it's, you know, support meeting, but.
1: Yeah, exactly. So basically, her mom, you know, she was older. She wasn't all together at the D- end. She says
0: dementia, disassociative identity disorder. hmm.
1: And then that her father uh, also had uh, psychotic dementia and he starved, starved himself. To death. Yeah, just starved himself to death. Mm-hmm. But that, uh, importantly, Tony Clott's older brother hanged himself. Uh, He apparently had schizophrenia and complained that his mother was trying to put people in him. Mm -hmm. Those words. Mm -hmm. And hanged himself. And so we get all that uh, exposition dump at this grief meeting. And she also feels very blamed for everything that's happened. And she does resent that her mother... Uh, Stabbed her hooks into her daughter was the phrase that she used.
0: So, yeah, I thought that was so, that yeah. was such a creepy way to phrase it.
1: So, yeah, after the grief recovery meeting, we're at home that night where the son is smoking more marijuana. He loves it. Mm-hmm. And he's exhaling it out his window. And then we see some breath or smoke come from the tree cabin because his room's across from that.
0: Yeah, it's subtle i think i saw a lot of people online didn't notice it
1: oh really Mm -hmm. we both noticed it in the theater because we looked at each other like oh yeah it was fun and i'm guessing that's a cult member yeah it read to
0: me as because they keep mentioning that it's really cold out Mm -hmm. and so it read to me like it was someone's breath outside because it's cold not someone also lighting up in the treehouse
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) everyone's getting (laughs) hot uh he gets a text from his friend same. bring your dick.
0: Yeah, there's a party. Bring your dick.
1: Bring your dick. There's a party bring tonight. Bring your dick. <laughs>
0: and uh, Tony Collette insists that he bring Charlie, which that sucks.
1: Yeah, bring your uh, 13-year-old sister to yeah. this high school party where I know that there's going to be drinking involved. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's a very weird scene, but I think there's something more to the idea that Tony Collette feels like, She's got to get Charlie to go.
1: Yeah. And the the f- kind of fraught, weird conversation between her and Peter makes sense later on when we find out uh, after Tony Collette discloses to her new friend Joan about a time when she was sleepwalking and uh, apparently covered Charlie and Peter in paint thinner and herself mm-hmm. and then struck a match. And that's what woke Peter up. And then... The match went out, but she was like she didn't she says she didn't remember it, but that'd be pretty fucking scary. Yeah.
0: So he has just never really trusted his mom. Which I get it. Yeah.
1: That'd be hard to get fair.
0: It'd be hard to shake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we also around this time. That's when we start, we see this shimmering light mm-hmm. traveling around Charlie's room. Yeah. And so this is where I was I was trying to kind of put together my little theory about what's going on here because Charlie goes outside and she sees who we assume is... The grandma? The grandma. I think her
1: back is to the her camera. Her back's to
0: the camera and, and there's like, a fire. You see it for like a, a second. My theory is, because we, we learn before this that grandma's grave has been desecrated mm-hmm. and something happened to the body. So... I think the cult members took the body and are burning it. And that's why we see it all black and weird later. I didn't get a great look at it because it was too scary. <laughs> and you don't see it's its all very dark and weird. But I think they burn the body, you know, decapitated it. And I think what that does is like decapitating it. Like decapitation specifically, I think is maybe what lets the demon go from one body to another and that's what that light is is I think maybe the light was telling Charlie to go outside so she could be the vessel for this thing I don't know I could I could see that I could also see Charlie having been the vessel this whole time and maybe the demon was put in her when the mom or when the grandma was breastfeeding her and that's why she was so insistent on it because the breastfeeding was a way for this demon to be put into Charlie I don't no, I'm curious as to what other people think.
1: Yeah, leave comments.
0: It's a movie I, I want to see again because there's so much going on. Yeah, and just maybe not right away. Yeah, so I'm still kind of processing. But For sure.
1: In any case, they go to this party. They go to this party where there's some... It's, uh, this it's party's a at,
0: high school party, and it's at a nice-ass house. Yeah,
1: it's a high school party at a nice fucking house. Yeah. There are so many giant, expensive-looking pieces of art hanging up. And there's so many rooms. It's all open concept. Mm-hmm. And there's a giant kitchen where some girls are just curiously
0: chopping walnuts, chopping
1: walnuts. Yeah. Hey, remember what we said about the nut allergy? Uh Oh, especially when yeah. uh, Peter is trying to shake his little sister so he can go get high with that chick he likes. He mm-hmm. doesn't even seem that great.
0: Yeah, she's whatever. But he's like, hey, just, you know, look, they have cake in the kitchen. They hang out and maybe they'll give you cake and you can go eat that or whatever. Yeah. Unbeknownst to him, the cake has nuts in it. Yeah.
1: yeah. But he's, yeah, he tells this girl, hey, I have weed. And she's like, oh, cool, there's a bong in the other room. Then she takes him in there where there's these two other guys there. And she's like, hey, Peter has weed. That's a shit move, dude. (laughs) You know he just wanted to get high with you. The
0: girls, or there's, I think two girls in the room he walks into are watching a weird, like, silent film thing of a guillotine.
1: Oh, so much decapitation stuff. There is. Mm -hmm. So much decapitation stuff, because while uh, Peter's getting high in that room, Charlie eats Charlie the cake.
0: eating cake, and she starts wheezing. Yeah, and, and she comes
1: in and tells him that her throat feels big. Mm-hmm. She can't breathe. So
0: he carries her out, puts her in the back of the car. Fuck, I hate even, like, talking about this scene. It
1: sucks. Uh, yep, 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 yep. He puts her in the backseat of the car and starts driving home, mm-hmm. speeding, speeding real. And uh, he's high, too. And he's high. He's speeding. She's having a hard time breathing, so she lowers, she rolls down the window. She and sticks her head sticks out. Sticks her head out to get breath.
0: And, and then... he sees a deer carcass in the road, swerves, and swerves right next to a telephone pole where Charlie hits her head and is decapitated. Yep. It. Yeah. Uh, sucks. And I think... Do we
1: see that she's decapitated immediately?
0: No, it's so quick. Yeah. I think... It,
1: I, I thought that she just, like... It or her, I mean... Snapped her na- She's dead. She's dead, yeah. Because she was making all this noise in the backseat, and now she's not. And there's an amazing shot that's just a close-up on his face, Peter's face, <sighs> as he's like... This
0: whole scene was done so well. It, it hurt. so
1: well, man. They... You know, oh. you
0: don't, like... So he he stops and he is just sitting there in shock and the car's quiet and you're expecting this whole time that we're going to like cut to body in the backseat or we're going to see it somehow. But we never he
1: just like a tear. He
0: just is. He like knows. And I think he mumbles like, are you okay or something? Because he's in shock and he just like drives home in a trance. And we see him get out of the car at home and then, like, go inside and then cut to he's in bed.
1: Yeah, he's getting into the covers and then it's it's the next morning and he's laying there awake. And you hear Tony Collette telling her husband, like, I'm going to go somewhere. I'll be back in 20. And then you just hear, like, door close a little bit. And then
0: car door open screaming. Ugh. She finds the body. It oh is awful. It's, like, some of the most upsetting stuff i've seen in a film lately. Yeah, it's like yeah like it's upsetting. hard it's just like not you know it's not even that's like what we said it's not this movie's not escapist horror because this is just real shit and uh it sucks
1: yeah her the shot of her uh on the ground just screaming yeah. saying she wants to die and oh my god so much grief <laughs> it's
0: just like yeah um it's intense it's intense
1: and like you said that someone online pointed out the way that she's on she's her grieving, hands and knees. She's
0: crying and she's screaming, but she's very purposely on her hands and knees, which is something to kind of keep in mind for later. Yeah, yeah. but then we uh, cut to um, Charlie's head in the road.
1: Oh yeah, that just shows the head all getting eaten by ants. It's
0: guys, it's brutal. Like it's real raw. We, you could feel the like the theater just kind of deflate and like everyone just like. Oh, it was like it was. Ugh.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's heavy shit, man. Because at
0: first you you're thinking, okay, we didn't really see much. It's implied, and that's awful enough, mm-hmm. and I think makes it more awful. But then you just like see a it's a kid's head being eaten by bugs in the yeah. middle of the road. Uh, yeah,
1: that's fucked up. <sighs> it's a f- her funeral where the camera like sinks into the ground along with the casket. That's a cool shot, but. You know, so everyone's just grieving now. I mean, Steve again seems to be like he's a cipher. I can't, I can't tell because he seems to, like he's sad, but he's functional. Whereas Peter is still in this trance. And yeah, well, re- he feels
0: responsible.
1: Yeah, I mean, he kind of is uh, to some degree. Uh, yeah, and,
0: but um, I, I kind of talked about this earlier. He's not. Really, technically, he's not responsible at all because there's some stuff at work here. Because there was really briefly, and it's uh, it's before the accident. There's a shot of a telephone pole, and it's the it's the pole that they run into with that symbol on it.
1: Oh, yeah. Did you catch that? I did, but it didn't make any sense at the time. Yeah, oh. we see a shot
0: very purposely of the telephone. Is pole. that other way
1: there or what? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Ooh! so
0: there's, you know, some kind of weird. It's like, yeah, black this is reminding magic. me of Pet
1: Cemetery. If anyone's read the book, I think the book goes into it better than the, the movie. But it's it's like, yeah, the cemetery is compelling people to act in certain ways to, mm-hmm. to bring them the forces. Which is
0: why, you know, the teacher in the classroom is talking about fate and mm-hmm. inevitability and stuff. Oh boy. But yeah, this, you know, the symbols on the pole that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So it's like, you know, this is a very purposeful set of actions. They purposely knew they had to kill Charlie and specifically decapitate her. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that animal carcass was even really in the deer or if that, or it was even really in the road or if that's just something Probably that Peter saw, you know? Oh, or yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he even starts to have, it's interesting knowing the end where Charlie winds up in Peter, I guess we'll say, whatever. That, it's a spoiler part. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Charlie's spirit winds up in Peter's body. I think it's interesting that right off the bat, he's starting to have similar symptoms to what she had like when they're smoking under the bleachers and he says the same thing it feels like my throat's getting bigger and he has a hard time breathing mm-hmm. so that's just something that i thought was a little interesting but andy go tries going back to the grief meeting and she gets there and then tries to leave before going inside and that's when she's stopped by joan
0: yeah and Dowd. Yeah.
1: yeah who is the sweetest woman in this scene it it really made me feel good that Annie found someone who was so understanding and sympathetic and could lend such a shoulder that she needed yeah, to cry on.
0: because she introduces herself as Joan and she says, I've been coming to this meeting for, oh, uh, would just say like a few years. I
1: months? think so, because she lost her son.
0: She lost her son and her grandson. That's right. And uh, so they kind of have a bond and she's like, look, if you need to talk to someone, here's my number. You can call me. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Mm -hmm. and um this whole time Anne is lying to steve about where she's at she's always saying she's going to a movie she's not saying she's going to uh... yeah
1: which i thought was weird if you were like if you were just leaving you're like i'm going to a movie i'd be like what the fuck movie can i come yeah (laughs) what are you going to see but who knows Mm -hmm. she ends up taking up joan on her offer and calls her and goes to meet with her and that's when she tells her about the whole uh, sleepwalking incident with the paint thinner, and she also notices that Joni has a a doormat with her name Joni on it. Yeah,
0: it's all embroidered and.
1: Yeah, she says that her mom, Ellen, used to make similar doormats.
0: That's right. I forgot that she.
1: And Joan says, "Oh, that's funny."
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, when she when. Anne walks into her apartment. She walks past this mirror that is, like, a purposeful, like, I think a split mirror. It's, like, kind of cool imagery. Oh. Yeah. Mm. It's neat.
1: So Anne's making little fucking miniatures of the accident. <sighs> complete with decapitated head on the side of the road. Yeah. And, again, I think this is just her way of, like, coping with uh, these tragedies, mm-hmm. even though she's just, like, it's a, nu- it's a neutral depiction of the oh, event. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah this family is just wrecked obviously mm-hmm. by the loss of the youngest child there's this dinner scene
0: oh so good though holy whole scene shit was good.
1: the acting in this scene yeah give some awards
0: yeah it's just angsty dinner time mm-hmm. um you know I think she gets pissed because the dad and the son have like a little moment where the son compliments the dad's cooking and then she just freaks out and basically is screaming at the son that Charlie's dead and she's gone forever and is, you know, basically blaming him. Well,
1: it sounds like he never apologized or took responsibility for it. He never took, yeah. For it. So, and then he tries to turn it back around on her and was like Charlie didn't want to go to that party but you made her, so now who's to blame? Yeah. Yeah. Real heavy scene, dude. Yeah. Real heavy familial drama scene. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. She goes to Joel's Art Supplies.
0: I la- I laughed at Joel's Art Supplies. Because it's like Joanne's, right? It's like Joanne's. It's like Michael's. It
1: has the same oh yeah, it has the same kind of like but script. It, it, logo. Yeah, it reminded
0: me of Joanne Fabrics.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And uh that's where she runs into Joan. What
0: a coincidence. What a coincidence
1: that Jones. did. I
0: noticed that, you know, they, before this, there's a shot of the mail showing up at the house where there's, there's already mail in the the door, but then there's a little pamphlet that's clearly not being put there by the mailman.
1: Oh, good call. I thought that that was a depiction of them, like, having just let their daily... Uh, responsibilities go and they don't collect their oh, mail anymore. Yeah. But no, I think you're right because Father Steve would have gotten that mail. He seems yeah. functional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Good call. But so, there's a
0: weird there's just a little there's a little thing a pamphlet thing about a, a seance like a um, welcomes all a medium. Yeah, yeah, come to this seance being slipped into the door. Yeah,
1: good yeah. call. Yeah. And when
0: that doesn't work, what a coincidence. Joan shows up at, at Joel's <laughs> Art supplies. <laughs>
1: yep. And she is on cloud nine because it turns out she has found a way to talk to her dead uh, son. Yeah, And Annie's skeptical, of course, who wouldn't be. But Joan convinces her to come over and so she can show her. And boy, does she show her. That glass slides all around. They have like the lights are all off. The candle, there's just a the candle yeah. burning, and it's like a, a glass sliding. Because she's like, "Are you here, slide?" Yeah,
0: she's contacting her grandson.
1: Yeah, and
0: the grandson writes on a chalkboard, "I love you, Grandma." Oh yeah, and Tony Clutz freaking out, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's like, "Look, I gotta go. I can't be here anymore. It's too much. It's mm-hmm. too much." But and Joan says, "Okay, that's fine. But here, if you want to do this at home." Here's this candle, and here's, like, the, the words you have to say. I don't know what it means. You just have to say it to get it to work.
1: Yeah. Make sure your whole family's there.
0: Yes. And by the way, make sure your whole family's in the house. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, so there's, like, a lot of spooky stuff going on. Because- oh, also,
0: the thing I noticed, I think it's... it's. I forget if it's during the same... It's one of the times that she's at Joan's apartment. She takes what looks like a paint chip out of her mouth, Tony Collette.
1: Oh, when she's, she's drinking like, tea? Yeah,
0: she's drinking tea and like mm-hmm. takes a paint chip out. And I'm just trying to figure out where that is from because we do see um several shots of paint like the walls in their house that it looks like it's peeling or someone's been picking at it. So I don't know if Tony Collette's been eating paint chips or if joanne or joanne, <laughs> joanne <laughs> Fabric's. if joan has been in their house oh. and somehow paint like a paint chip or something got into her like you know i don't know i'm curious though because i think that's what it was i think it's like a purposeful shot of a paint chip but i can't quite connect it back to yeah because i think we see paint like weird paint in the grandma's room
1: yeah so yeah, it yeah. makes
0: sense that cult members have been in there because that door is unlocked so
1: oh, okay that makes sense i don't know um tony collette drives home and here's the the clicking noise it
0: scared everyone so it was, bad it was one of those
1: scares where like everyone had to laugh after it mm-hmm. it was like
0: because no one was expecting it yeah and it just
1: everyone it's just not screamed, even a big like, scare <laughs> but it
0: just that noise you're does not expect it yeah yeah that's it was a good, good one yeah. that's
1: a real good one
0: that's why seeing horror with an audience is so fun because like that is a, such a good bonding moment. I think.
1: Yeah, she has the that night. She has like all those crazy sleepwalking dreams. She sees ants.
0: Yeah, that's when bed. I noticed the paint yep. on the and wall because they when you, we see the ants crawling down the wall, the paint's all like fucked up. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure the exterior of the house, like it's during this specific night. Is a dollhouse. There's a shot of the house that looks so weird compared huh. to any other time we see the house. It's either a dollhouse version of the house or it's a super shallow focus shot of the house so that when you see things shot in shallow focus, it makes things look miniature. Do you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like those videos where there's videos of Disneyland where it's shot super shallow focus and everything looks all tiny and fake. It's, it was very It was like Just that one shot To me looked like They shot There's with some a weird fake Shots house. of the house
1: There's like Real quick cuts From the house At night To being in I day that was cool That was real cool It was kind of like Cut to but, the, the rhythm Of the yeah, sound Yeah it was
0: like Purposely that night Though I think Because she's having All these weird dreams and Yeah
1: because she First she sees Ants everywhere And she follows This trail of ants <gasps> Into Peter's room <gasps> And there are ants all Everywhere over all Peter. over him Coming out his mouth And she starts screaming But it's like A silent scream It looks awesome It's a cool shot Yeah And then Peter's like mom what are you doing yeah and it turns out there aren't ants there and she's sleepwalking and then they start like yelling at each- it's a very weird dreamlike it's conversation so weird because she, she just
0: blurts i never wanted
1: well first she's like is charlie here oh yeah and then he responds to that with why are you scared of me and then she says yeah i never wanted to be your mother yeah. She does that. She, like, Everyone in the mop. theater. Gasp. Yeah. And then it's just like this back and forth. Que- there's there's a, there's an acting exercise that w- during my brief tenure of trying to be an actor at the acting class I went to, there was an uh, exercise where you could only speak in questions to another person. Every question they a- asked you, you had to respond with a question. And that's what this scene is like because they're just asking each other questions. Yeah. But she admits that she tried to have a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but- that's, all, that's a dream too.
0: hmm Yeah. But didn't... I think we learned something important there because I think this is when I'm wondering how much she knows about the shit that her mom was up to because <gasps> oh, yeah, I'm wondering she... if she tried to have a miscarriage because she knew. Yeah. She was afraid she was going to have a boy.
1: Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. he's like, how'd you try to have a miscarriage? And she's like, every way. And then it it keeps cutting back and forth between them and then it's him drenched and he's like, why'd you try to kill me? And it's her drenched and you realize oh they're both in paint thinner and she lights it up and it's flames and then she wakes up for real mm-hmm. and it was a dream holy shit That's, yeah 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 <laughs> but then she she realizes that oh I'm, I'm seeing these apparitions and uh getting all this mystical shit the the time is now to do this thing that joan gave me so she wakes up peter in that crazy shot where she like lands on him and then the camera tilts with them getting up it's really cool and she wakes up her very skeptical husband sleepy steve because
0: she's she does a dance by herself and it works
1: and that's off screen right
0: we see the bathroom lit up in the bedroom and we kind of hear her and then cut to she's going to wake up peter and then she gets the husband and she's like everyone come downstairs we gotta do this and she's freaking out yeah
1: this is where this this very wes anderson moment is the camera because it's uh, the, the blocking is Steve and then uh, Annie in the middle and Peter on the other side. And the camera oh, keeps yeah, moving between the two shots. Like mm-hmm. it'll be Steve and Annie and then pan over to Annie and uh, Peter and like the composition and then just the acting and delivery of when Steve's like, well, I don't want to do this seance. And, and she's like, no, no, no uh, it, it'll work. We can talk to, we can talk to Charlie. And it pans over to her and Peter and Peter's like, well i'll give it a shot and yeah just like, like I'll, I'll stay <laughs> yeah yeah like that delivery felt very Wes anderson to me mm-hmm. and now i will shut up about Wes anderson <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they they start the seance and the the glass moves and uh it really freaks out peter it really because then they hear charlie's voice and it sounds like charlie's talking through the mom yeah like and Annie
1: starts talking, and it's Charlie's voice, being very confused. Yeah, she's like, "Why? Why is everyone scared? What's going on?" Yeah, yeah, uh, and that that goes until Steve splashes her with water mm-hmm. and kind of breaks her out of it. But things f- from here on are pretty fucked up. Oh my
0: god, yeah, <laughs> yeah, as if things weren't already fucked up.
1: Because Peter's like in his in school again, and he's uh, in the classroom, and he the he follows the shimmering light. That he sees, and he looks at a reflection of himself, and the reflection is smiling at him, but he's not smiling, Mm -hmm. which is real fucking creepy. And then he hears the,
0: yeah, yeah, in class. Because that's why the the shimmering light is really throwing me, because that's what makes me think that maybe Charlie was possessed or used as, like, a vessel by the demon- later in the movie like after she sees that light because that's when peter really starts being tormented by this yeah thing is when after he's he after it. he sees the light yeah i yeah
1: yeah i'd love to I'd, i would love to know more mm-hmm. if you have any thoughts about what that means yeah i just
0: know like the demon was sharing a body with charlie at a point yes and couldn't i think couldn't fully take over that body because charlie's a girl yeah and that's why charlie had to die because she was kind of like an in-between host you know yeah because the grandma couldn't get her hands on the older son so she's like well okay we'll use charlie for now we gotta put this thing somewhere (laughs) and then then after it's released from charlie it's gonna because what happens is so at some point Tony Collette's reading a book that's in her mom's belongings, like her secret box of weird shit. Yeah. And there's a book where she's reading about Payman, the the demon that we've been talking about. And it says something about how Payman needs to take over a host that's very vulnerable. And I think it means, you know, emotionally vulnerable, not weak, which is why you can't take over a body that's starving itself. Or- yeah. So, I, you know the reason that they have Charlie die the way she does is so the brother feels responsible and he's like the most emotionally vulnerable he can be. And so that's when the demon starts trying to, hmm. you know, take over him.
1: Does the demon take over Tony Collette? It though? does. Yeah. After, crazy shit. after, after Steve, Steve yeah. dies,
0: because that's when she is made to be her most vulnerable. I yeah. think in the movie, that's okay. when, you know, it catches her at a moment where it can use her as a host to get to Peter 'Cause I think it keeps trying to get to Peter and it doesn't it doesn't stick. Mm-hmm. I think. This movie's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry if we're if we're totally
1: Yeah, just all over the place. I, I
0: already know there's gonna be comments telling us about how wrong we are. That's
1: fine. Bring it on, just don't be a dick about it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there is, there's. I just have a lot of shit written down because there's a lot that's going on. But one of the things that stands out to me is Peter's dream when he sees Charlie in his room, or it's not yeah. even a dream, maybe. Ew. but He looks and he sees, oh my god, and she's standing in the in the shadows of his room because this movie does that great. And then she like her head goes down and it it rolls off her body and it hits the ground and then it rolls into the light and it's like a basketball. or Yeah. And then, uh, then uh, he gets attacked by an unseen person trying to pull his head. And then we see, uh, Annie in his room and he's saying, why were you pulling my head? And she's like, I wasn't. I was trying to defend you. So I don't know if she was, and she was possessed or it was a cult member doing it. It was weird because it. it
0: was coming from the wall.
1: It was like coming from, yeah, like his headboard, which is his beds against the wall, but it's also kind of by a window. So maybe, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's shit. So crazy in this now.
0: Yeah. This movie needs to be viewed. Yeah. A few times. Yeah.
1: he's like, you're trying to pull my head off. And that's about the time when she, she's like, okay, I'll fix this. I did this. I'll fix it. Because she saw like the notebook writing in itself and it was mm-hmm. drawing pictures of Peter uh not looking good mm-hmm. with his eyes crossed out and everything and so tony colette takes that notebook the the uh connection to charlie that they used in their séance and she throws it in the fire but that just makes her sleeve catch on fire mm-hmm. so she has this connection to the notebook and so she has to pull it out and put it out or else she'd be on fire mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah and she uh, so she tries that, then at some point they they're like, Oh, the house smells weird.
1: Mm-hmm. They mentioned that, but the house smells weird.
0: And that Tony Collette goes up to the attic and she finds her mom's body up there. Yeah. And that's when she finds she's I think she's looking at the box of stuff.
1: Well, one scene before that is she goes back to Joan's place and she tries to like talk to her, uh. but the door's locked and nobody's home, and we see it inside Joan's apartment. There's like a séance thing going on uh, with
0: all of Charlie's little things that all she's of Charlie's been little making. garbage
1: pale kids. Yeah, the,
0: <laughs> her little modern art sculptures and a
1: picture of Peter. Yes, with his eyes crossed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was there was an alternate ending that apparently got changed due to a test audience. Yeah, that we're upset about because there's a lot of imagery here with Peter's eyes being gone, and this alternate ending had to do with that. Yeah, and they changed it because of people. Who thought it was too disturbing, but what? They like they think- sat
0: through the rest of this <laughs> yeah. and thought, no, that crosses the line. Yeah.
1: Oh, sorry. The 13-year-old girl getting decapitated by a telephone pole didn't yeah. fucking make you ponder. Yeah. Uh, cause Peter and then, yeah, Joan's not home because she's too busy being at the school, hexing Peter from across the street. He's mm-hmm. like outside eating lunch, and she Joan is standing across the street being like, Hey Peter, hey, Peter. I evict you. Get Mm -hmm. out, Peter. And yeah, at the time, you're not fully sure what she means, but she wants him out of that body Mm -hmm. for payment. Mm -hmm. Because Joan's not nice. (laughs) Despite that front. I know. She's a cult person. We're getting pretty close to Rosemary's baby type stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. Oh man. I'm sorry. The end of this movie is all over the place. But you're
1: right. After she finds her, uh, I think it might be before she finds her mom's body in the attic. She does go through a box of her mom's stuff.
0: Yeah. And that's when she finds the book that's like notes on whatever, and she flips open to where there's a marker for payment, and payment's this god of mischief, and there I I I thought I saw this, and I think someone confirmed it on Reddit that in the image of payment, he has three severed heads um that he's either holding or they're like attached to him in some way oh so i'm wondering if like they had to decapitate three people which they do to you know
1: the grandma mother daughter mm-hmm. yeah she also finds pictures of joan yeah it turns album. out
0: joan knew the grandma and they were best cult friends i've
1: never been so creeped out by a picture of, of a happy older woman yeah there are like, like these pictures <laughs> of like her at like a cult celebration and yeah she looks it looks so fun. happy but it's creepy as hell and yeah. jones there and so yeah so that like doormat that she had apparently came from ellen yeah
0: because she pulls out a bunch of other doormats with her name on them yeah. and her grandma's name yep yeah, yeah yeah it's
1: great but yeah she goes into the attic there are flies fucking everywhere yep.
0: and body
1: and headless body
0: headless body importantly a headless body which is all like black
1: and that's mm-hmm. like uh, why earlier. i think it'd been burnt that and that's why i think that's that what happened seen. is <sighs> it's confusing <laughs> it's confusing and there's a symbol on the wall, and that's the same symbol that you said was on the telephone pole. Yep, and, and the on same? the
0: necklaces, mm-hmm. and it's in Joan's apartment. And apparently, I didn't notice this, but someone did online, that it's in the classroom. It's in Peter's teacher's classroom on a flag. Oh, wow. Yep.
1: Okay, that symbol's everywhere. And yeah, the necklaces. uh Ellen, the grandma's necklace, on her body mm-hmm. in uh, at the funeral, right off the bat in the beginning of the movie. Peter's in class, looking real rough. <laughs> Raises his hand with it all fucked up, and yeah. then like he can't breathe. His
0: he looks he's basically being like marionetted. yeah, because his mouth and his eye are all like, like pushed upward. Fucked up. Um, and then he
1: slams his face into the desk a bunch. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Breaks his nose. So it's a violent scene, and it's creepy. Yeah. It's pretty great. Steve picks him up from school, takes him home, and uh, Annie runs out and they help put him in the bed. And then Annie's like giving him the lowdown, and she tells him to look in the attic.
0: Yeah, she's like, "Look, I gotta be honest with you. You should go look in the <laughs> attic because there's some <laughs> fucked up shit up there." It's so like, "Look," sure enough, there's a dead body. She's well, not imagining it.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh.
0: Which is what I thought would happen. But maybe.
1: Yeah, and then she's telling him that like the the notebook, it's uh it's tied to me. It's causing all this you have to burn it. I'm too afraid to, it, it'll kill me, but you have to burn it. And it's like a lot, I think it's a long take of them walking and him like very trepidatiously following her. And like, f- she keeps trying to shove it into his hands yeah. and he finally reluctantly takes it. And then it's like, so you think he's going to go along with it. And she gives this really like uh passionate, emotional goodbye to him because she thinks he's going to throw this notebook into the fire and it'll burn her. So she's like, You're the love of my life. I love you, and I love Peter. And it's it's really. I thought it was great. Tony Collette.
0: Tony Collette's so good. Kills it. It reminded me so much of, um, you know, because this movie mentions schizophrenia a few times, and especially like because I'm a fan of true crime, and there's a lot of cases where you know the culprit ultimately is it's someone with schizophrenia, and those are always cases that are really sad to me because it does just feel so like everyone who is like involved with that person feels very helpless because they try to help them and it's um but you know when you have schizophrenia to that degree you you know that's what people sound like sometimes is she's putting this like meaning into this weird ritual that makes sense to her Mm -hmm. makes complete sense to her but to someone like steve is like oh my god they've lost it and you can't talk them out of that because that's their reality. They truly like put this meaning into this ritual. And that's what that reminded me of. So it was like, Oh, it was tough.
1: Yeah. Cause, to cause after that emotional speech she gives him, it turns out like, he's like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to go along with this. It's, it's not good for you. Mm-hmm. I can't like help you in this fantasy, this delusion. And so, uh, she's like heartbroken that he doesn't believe her. And she rips the notebook out of his hands and throws it in the fire herself and fucking Steve goes Steve-o's up in flames. Uh, yeah. Oh my God.
0: Do we know why he did
1: demon shit? I guess, I yeah. Don't know.
0: I wonder if someone has a more concrete reason as to why.
1: Yeah. I wonder if he had thrown it in, would he still have gone up in flames or would she have? I don't know.
0: No idea. I don't
1: know, but Steve just burns to a fucking crisp. And at this point, this is like the end of the movie. So, like, the, the, <laughs> fucking gas pedal is just on the floor yeah non-stop this shit the rest of it is terrifying because peter wakes up
0: <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> he wakes up and he's just laying in bed and it's this really long wide shot of him in bed and i thought i was seeing stuff at first
1: yeah it's so
0: dark it's really dark but if you look someone is in the corner of the room and they're in the ceiling corner like yeah. if you climbed up like spider-man yourself up the wall and it's there for so long it's
1: there for so long and the only reason you can you just barely make it out is because they're in all white mm-hmm. and it's it's very dark and you can just make it out this yeah i think i pointed thing. it out to you you did i didn't notice you had to point it out to me it like
0: there's someone in the corner <laughs>
1: yeah and then it like it uh cuts to different shots and then he, he cuts back and to the same angle and the figure's gone but then it like crawls across the wall and out of the room and it's tony collette yeah yeah possessed it's so creepy. someone screamed in the theater yeah like crawled across the so wall so this is she's
0: possessed by this demon yeah
1: and while steve's burning i think you see that transition because she's, yeah, cause like, she's like her the, face yeah. kind of yeah she like snaps into her new reality because I she's guess.
0: been made emotionally so emotionally vulnerable. vulnerable in that moment mm-hmm. by being so shocked that Steve went up instead that the demon's able to get in Yeah, her. dude.
1: Holy shit. Yeah, uh, but that's he,
0: not good enough. That demon needs a male host. He needs
1: a own. Yeah. <laughs> find me. Find me. a find man. Me a man. <laughs> and so Peter wanders around this dark house like mom, dad <laughs> fuck for so long this and shit. it's so fuck scary. This shit. And he finds his dad's charred body and then again in the ceiling corner tony Collette is chilling dude oh, oh and then holy shit, dude
0: is this when he sees the guy in the closet yeah it's the same guy Ew. from the
1: funeral i can tell from the smile oh it was at Char- I, I could barely look smile. at it because i was too scared it's this figure who's again just barely visible in the dark shadow of the doorway but it's a naked man and he smiles. You can and you just see the, you see barely the
0: see the reflection of the teeth and stuff. It's so creepy.
1: Yeah. And then uh, it cuts back to Peter and Tony Collette is out of that corner again. And then she like jumps out at him. It's mm-hmm. a big jump scare and tackles him. But he gets away and he runs away from her and he runs upstairs and he runs into, into the, the, attic the attic and pulls up the ladder and, Everyone
0: in our theater is like, "No, yeah. <laughs> why would you go up there?"
1: Yeah, I guess because like he could pull up the the ladder and be safe from her. And so we're we're looking at Peter in the attic, and you hear banging on on the uh, the attic it's like door. A super
0: rapid. It's like, yeah. So you're thinking it's her just like bashing the door with her fists.
1: Yeah. But then you're like, he's like, mom, stop. And you realize that he's, doesn't make sense.
0: Ju- he's saying like, mommy, please stop. Yeah. And I Guys, this movie's rough, man. <laughs> this sounds like it's like genuinely like a little boy. Like,
1: scared, yeah. Like,
0: like mommy. So God, the acting. in this. I know. Movie. It's so good.
1: But then you realize like that ceiling is too high up for her to be banging. And then you see what's happening. She is on all fours. On the ceiling. She's like
0: attached to the ceiling and she's and just, just bang banging your her head. head. It's, it's her, her head. Super, and it's, oh. it was so, that might have been the most unsettling image it for was me because so I wasn't expecting it to be that.
1: Oh my God. And then he finds the body of his uh, decapitated grandma. No,
0: it's gone, remember? Oh, that's right. It is gone. It's just like an outline and then his pictures. But his pictures there. there.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: But then he <sighs> hears a dripping, like a squelching oh, sound. Oh
1: my God. This ending of this movie. Yeah, it's like a. Like. Yeah. And he looks up, and in the ceiling of the attic is Tony Collette hanging out up there running a wire back and forth across her neck like she's flossing it slow at first and there's a close-up of her and her just staring at him while she does it it's fucking terrifying yeah oh my god and then she like does it way faster and uh uh you you don't even see the end of it because peter looks over And there's three naked, smiling cult people, ghostly
0: white people, just staring, like smiling. Like at first,
1: I thought these people were ghosts, and then we realized, no, they're like cult people. They're creepy
0: as fuck looking. And
1: he gets Peter gets so scared of them that he jumps out the attic window and lands with a crash on the Mm -hmm. ground below, which may almost kills him. Maybe doesn't? I guess not. I think
0: it. Uh, or it make it leaves him vulnerable enough like it might kill him
1: yeah because like, we see
0: we see the light from earlier yeah like, the
1: shimmering light like comes out and goes into his body but before that happens you hear the rest of the like <laughs> and then it stops and then you hear like the body and land. then
0: you see i don't know if you notice there's a silhouette of like a person that like flies out <gasps> oh yeah, yeah kind yeah. of over him a shadow mm-hmm. yeah and then the light comes out because it was in her, oh, so now okay. she's dead. So
1: she's dead. She, uh, so Tony Collette decapitated herself with a wire. You just hear it off screen. It's very well it's done. Gross, yeah, and then the, uh, and then you see the shadow.
0: Yeah, because he he jumps and he's laying on the ground in the flower bed, and then you see the shadow of basically her headless body Floating flying away. out the window, and then you see the light, the light, light go into him. Yeah, and, and so then he, he wakes gets up. up. And he sees her headless body floating up into the treehouse. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. And it's really creepy. And so, yeah. Oh, my God. And so he gets up, and he just slowly approaches the treehouse, and the dog's dead.
0: Yeah, the dog's
1: dead. I don't know why that dog was even in this movie. It's like they forgot about him for a good chunk of the first half of the movie. He's in that first shot when Peter is woken up, and then... He's he barks at one point and now he's dead yeah so that sucks uh oh yeah and then Peter
0: he yeah, does the cl- he, he does, does the, the coin noise
1: yeah because uh it's uh now it's it's Charlie
0: Charlie is in him
1: but also payment
0: it's I mean yeah it's payment
1: yeah so I guess yeah the other reading of this I guess is that it is it's just Charlie and the grandma and the cult mistakenly thought that Charlie was payment. You know?
0: Interesting. And so
1: they put Charlie's spirit in Peter's body and they're, like, treating it as, like, payment. But it was really just Charlie.
0: Interesting. Maybe. So that, with that reading, it's Charlie was just this entity the entire time. There was no, like, transfer of, like, spirit spirit. That went on halfway through the movie.
1: Oh. hmm. Like into Charlie. Yeah. But then I don't get the Tony Collette stuff. So maybe not.
0: Yeah. And then. Yeah. Yeah. The stuff that I I really want to go back and. Because it's genuinely hard to keep track of this plot when you're terrified. (laughs) And you're trying to like, you know, just keep track of what's even going on. So to go back and and try to analyze it's tough. Um, But I would like to watch again to see you know the scenes with the weird light in it because that comes up a few times it comes up when when peter's in school and it leads him to like an office and uh, there's yeah it comes up a few times
1: yeah in any case he goes up in the tree house and there's a bunch of naked people kneeling in the same position that tony collette had been grieving when Mm -hmm. charlie first died and there's a like a makeshift statue of him it's so with charlie's Charlie's head head. charlie's decapitated head there and then kneeling in front of it are the headless bodies of his grandma and mom Mm -hmm. ellen and annie and uh yeah all these cult people are like bowing down to him and then uh joan i believe it's kind of off camera but i believe it's it is joan takes the crown off of uh this this makeshift figure with charlie's head and puts it on peter's head and says hey charlie
0: yeah don't be
1: afraid you're in peter's body also your payment when the kings of hell hell Payman, and they all hail Payman.
0: that's what makes me think her referring to him as charlie does make me think charlie was this vessel her whole life Hmm. And that that began with the grandma breastfeeding her. And that's what basically started that ritual and basically made her. It's like Charlie and Payman basically sharing a body. Yeah. But.
1: Yeah. Now
0: Payman's able to like fully take over this male body because it's his vessel of choice. I guess so. And that's why they're still calling it Charlie because Charlie was Payman the whole time. Okay. But then what's the light? I don't know.
1: I don't know, man. That's that movie. Hell Payman. Hell, payment. It's a very Rosemary's baby ending, but not to be taken. Like that doesn't take away anything, dude. Uh, yeah. Great movie. Great slow burn. Great terrifying last act.
0: Yeah. That that last act is not let up.
1: No, dude, it's relentless. Yeah. It's really good.
0: I guess let us know what your thoughts are on in terms of, you know, the order of things. Like, what is the light? What, you know, what's the deal? Like what, has charlie been the whole movie was she always possessed by payment or was that more of a recent development is payment sharing a body with her or are they one in the same yeah
1: Let which is, these thoughts. are things
0: i'm curious about
1: yeah because we literally just we saw literally just it. Saw We came it. home and hit record essentially yeah after reading a little bit and then uh so we'd love to hear more. I'm sure we got a lot wrong, but that's the nature of these kinds of movies. They're fun enough. It's like, you know, another thing like Mother or a- any movie that's Like The Shining. Even The Shining, the yeah. The Shining.
0: It made me think of The Shining because, you know, the first time you watch that, it's like, what the fuck did I just watch? It's not a straightforward movie yeah. at all
1: but uh, it's fun to discuss and talk about. So let us know your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And again, apologies for the unedited podcast, but I think we did all right.
0: I think we did okay, yeah.
1: I tried to watch my ums. We say yeah a lot, but you know what? It's because we agree with each other a lot and we try to build and encourage the other person to speak. So I know we say yeah a lot. It's part of what makes us so cute and funny. <laughs> <laughs> But go see Hereditary. Form yeah. your own it opinion said, yeah. on it. Yeah. No, and I you
0: made me super aware <laughs> of oh, it. Oh, no. It's it's very, very good. It's terrifying. It's and great. really disturbing. And I just want to watch something nice. Yep. Now.
1: But we probably can't because we just got to keep watching horror stuff because that's our jobs. So.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't mind that much. It's okay. So,
0: yeah, this is coming out Monday, today, whenever you're watching this, and then tomorrow, is podcast
1: june, yes tomorrow tuesday june 12th is a wonderful episode of the dead meat podcast can we tell them what it yeah, is I've yeah. Already,
0: yeah we're being the toxic avenger
1: featuring our dear friends from practical folks our other channel uh the other half of the folks mm-hmm. james gressel and joel arnold uh I've never laughed so hard while recording that, a podcast it's, episode. Yeah,
0: that's a good one. Yeah.
1: We are like, we're crying in tears, all four of us. Mm-hmm. We're like doubled over <laughs> laughing. So definitely make sure you watch it. It's hilarious. Uh and then like we said next Tuesday. No podcast. Sorry. We're I in Vegas, baby. We're in Vegas, baby. That's what we're doing. Uh, but we'll get back on track after that. Summer's a crazy time for us.
0: There's a oh, lot man. going on.
1: Okay two huge conventions i'm it, getting
0: eye surgery you
1: are you're getting lasers in your eye
0: mm-hmm. i'll have
1: to take care of you after that mm-hmm. uh and do they know about the next coke nope you still don't know so tune in friday for that <laughs> you dumb <laughs> idiots. <laughs> uh, until all that though i'm james i'm
0: chelsea and this
1: has been the dead meat podcast oh uh, rate review us uh do all that, that stuff t-
0: please rate and review
1: yep no editing on no this editing
0: no editing <laughs> Dead Meat Podcast Woo.